Hello, everyone. My name is Sharon S. Davis. Most of my listeners know me from my mommy moments on Facebook. Thank you for joining me today to hear about my caregiver journey for my mom. Two weeks ago, I shared my mom's team. I explained the role that each member played in making my mom's care a success. Today, I'm going to share my mom with you all. When I first started this journey, I knew I had to record every pearls of wisdom, sparkles of sunshine, and moments of truth that came from my mom's mouth. I knew that one day the time will come where this will all but disappear. Today, let's take a break from learning the technical stuff about caregiving and focus on the emotional side. I will admit, creating this episode of my podcast has been difficult. There are parts that I was going to leave out, but I decided to keep it as I know it's part of the process. So let's begin. When I first started posting about experiences with my mom on Facebook, I didn't officially give it the title, Mommy Moments. My first posting on my mom appeared back in 2011. I spoke about my mom getting up early this morning, doing her hair, and putting on perfume. Who does she think she's fooling? Part of the routine was that on my way to work, mom had to go to work too, so we would go to daycare. I would drop her off at daycare and I would go to work. Didn't think anything of it. I knew she was going to make friends. But all of a sudden, this one day, she beat me up in getting up that morning. I didn't have to wake her and check on her or anything. She was up. She fixed her hair, put on her earrings, put on some perfume. She even put on some lipstick. I had to comment on this on Facebook to share that, okay, my mom has an interest in a guy. I think I even joked about saying, "Uh uh-oh, I need to check his credit, make sure he's good and worthy of being my mom. I think I even made a reference to the Bad Boys movie about Martin's daughter going on a date with, I think his name was Reggie. I think I made a reference on that. But either way, I knew it was pure lighthearted fun and I'm glad that mom was adjusting. I was very happy with that. And I was extremely happy that she had her wits about herself and know that my mom still had it and she didn't lose it. I also spoke about my mom getting up and singing gospel and everything when she was having struggles. I remember when she would do that, she would just hum spiritual. So I was glad that she woke up, started singing and praising God and not giving up the fight. Part of me still feels that she was doing that because that was her praise and worship to God to try to slow this disease down for her. In 2013, She wasn't able to get up and do these things. I had to help put her jewelry on. I had to help do her hair. I had to put the perfume on. So she surprised me one day when I was helping her put on her jewelry. She said, Sharon, I am already beautiful. You don't have to add to it. It's the little stuff like that that's just wow. It's just amazing. Those little beans of sunshine. I remember when I got married, She told me we need to get our hair done, talking about me and her. And I was like, what for? She said, I say, no one's looking at me. I'm married. And my mother point blank said, Sharon, you got married, but the key is to stay married. Because of that wisdom, we both got our hair done. And it made me realize some things that I learned. Now, considering my mother was married twice, 
I really valued that piece of advice. Don't let things fall by the wayside just because you have that ring, ladies. And gents, same way. Just because you have that woman don't mean she's not going to leave if you don't show her you appreciate her. In 2015, things have changed again. The disease progressed. But I was really excited. She woke up that morning saying, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I posted that I know she's slowly losing her memory, but I'm grateful that she hasn't lost her faith. That was a victorious day for me to hear her saying that because just the night before, I was questioning if she was going to remember me. Clear as day. My mother was struggling. She was asking me who is so-and-so and how are they related to her. And I was sitting up there telling myself, what's going to happen when she looks at me and asks me who am I? How am I related to her? Let's fast forward to another mommy moment. This is a conversation at 3 a.m., This is when my mother started doing the sundowning, where she would just get up wanting to talk and have a conversation. Sometimes she would walk. Other times I was taking it as, okay, she has to use the bathroom. She doesn't want to wind down, so we're just gonna talk for a few minutes, which ended up being a few hours. But this particular April morning, she said, I'm happy. Three o'clock in the morning, she's telling me she's happy. So I said, well, tell me what makes you happy. Love. I said, well, who do you love? She said, you. I said, oh, thank you. And God. Yes, that warmed my heart. That let me know she still have her faith. She was giving me short conversation at that time. She was keeping me up at night with broken sleep. But just knowing that she still have the ability to communicate her love, her faith, and hope in God just meant something to me. Let's fast forward to 2018. I was giving my mom a pedicure. I didn't know what I was doing, but I knew she did not like going to the nail salon to soak her feet in the water. She didn't like the massage chairs. She didn't like all the people around, the noise, the hustle and the bustle of the day. She wanted complete quiet. So I looked at her feet and I'm like, oh, we gotta do something. So I started cutting her nails and apparently I must've cut her collars. And she went screaming, what you doing? You better buy some sense. I couldn't help but laugh. I I know I made a mistake and she wanted me to know, but she was talking about anyone with common sense would know that that was a callus and not a nail that you clipped. I heart her. I really do. I really do love her. And that experience, when I shared it, someone messaged me, inboxed me saying, you know, she can get a podiatrist and your insurance company can pay for it. So posting something like that on Facebook led me to something that I didn't even think about considering. Yes, she could have a podiatrist and they could do that for her. I didn't have to do it for her and I didn't have to worry about the anxiety of trying to find a nail salon that early in the morning where I know there's not a lot of people just so my mom can have some sense of normalcy. And then in 2019, I was playing Mississippi's Mass Choirs when I rose this morning. My mama loved that song. The lead singer started singing the song, I Know the Lord, and my mom said, me too. She looked at me, do you? I said, yes, ma'am. And she went back all right now and started back singing and clapping. 
She thought she was in a concert. It made my day. It really, truly did. She had that moment of clarity that God is in control. She know him. She knows where she's going. And she wanted to affirm that she's going to see me there too. Of course, my mommy moments started getting few and far between. The pandemic hit. I couldn't see my mom on a daily basis. 2020. So I did a window visit with her. And needless to say, going from visiting mom twice a day to whenever we could get on the schedule and looking through a window and talking on a cell phone and I had to FaceTime my sister and it was horrible. I cannot sugarcoat this pandemic. I understand the purpose of everyone trying to keep them safe even though it failed, it placed a toll on my mother. We were at the window visit. All three of us said at the same time, me, my sister, Sheila, and my sister, Shakita, were on FaceTime. Well, my sister, Shakita, was on FaceTime. Sheila and I were there together. We all said it together. Love you, Mom. And Mom just said, you better. At that point, I realized she didn't understand what was going on, but she knew that we loved us. She had to hear it, and she wanted to express her anger for the desertion. I felt her disease progress because of the loneliness. I feel she didn't have an appetite. I felt her anxiety was high for the reason why they increased her anti-anxiety medicine, which kept her sedated. As a result of her not eating, not having a will to live, she lost some weight. It hurt my heart to see her clothes falling off of her. So I had I brought her home and I did a video on Facebook and my mother said she loved it. She said she loved me. She said she was happy to be home. Yes, she still says two-word sentences and three-word sentences, but I feel like that I saved her. Not that I saved her, I take that back. I feel like she saved me. I feel like she gained that will back because she knows that we loved her, that we would do anything for her. We couldn't explain the pandemic, couldn't explain why people couldn't come visit, but She's home and she could get a hug and a kiss and a handhold. My sisters can call and talk to her on speakerphone. Her siblings can call and talk to her on speakerphone at any time. We didn't have to be punched onto someone else's schedule. Now, when this pandemic is over, will my mom go back to a facility? Everything in my heart is telling me no, but I don't know. I... Right now, my mother is thriving. She's doing well. She's gained her weight back, but she's sleeping more. And the conversations are getting few and far between. The disease has progressed. And I'm seeing it on a daily basis. I don't post a lot of mommy moments because her language is garbled now. But what I do know some days when she wake up, she look at me. She say, hi, I love you. 
one time I told mom I'm having a bad day and I want and a kiss from my mom would just make it better. Not only did she kiss me, but she reached out and hugged me. And I'm like, somewhere in there, my mother is still mom. So the disease may have taken her vocal ability and her cognitive ability, but she shows in her own special way that she's still there and she's still fighting. She's still my mom when I need her. She may say no that a couple of times when it should mean yes, like, mom, do you have to go to the bathroom? No. Okay. Mom, do you have to go to the bathroom? No. I've learned when she go, no, that means yes. I just don't want you to say it because there's other people around. I, I do like my privacy. And when she say no, that means she really do not have to go to the bathroom. And she wish I stopped asking. The caregiver support group has helped me make it through the day to how having certain lighting in the house let mom know the difference from day and night. And if she start doing the sundowning, ways that I can get her to accept that it's nightfall or accept it's daytime. And it's okay. My mother has lived a long life. So if she want to take a nap three times during the day, she can take a nap three times during the day. So... I hope you all enjoyed this trip down memory lane about this disease, about my mommy moments with my mom, on how she still kept being her, but she showed it a different way when the vocal skills have changed, the vocabulary have changed. And in two weeks, I plan to have a special guest to talk about caregiving for a loved one. Stay tuned. Again, see you all in two weeks. Thank you.